Welcome to the Drunk Eyes Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and these beers are perfect. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And right meow, we're the drunk guys, and we're starting with a beer called Covered in Cats. Sorry, did are you drinking? Are you drinking milk? From a saucer? That's what we're having. We're starting with that. Right, meow? <laughs> this beer is called Covered in Cats from Finback because we are reading this week Old Possum's Book of Old Cats. What the fuck is it practical called? Old cats. Possum's Book of Practical Cats by, by T.S. Eliot. Which is ridiculous because no cats are practical. <laughs> and we're starting with this beer, this, this IPA from Finback. Finback has a weird thing with cats. I got to find out what that's about. Cats like, are the preeminent we, land We already had a beer of theirs fins. called... All our cats. Yeah, the AOC beer. They've had a couple other cat beers, though. This is a 7.4% alcohol IPA brewed with mosaic, Eldorado, and Citra. And the busiest can art they've ever made, probably. This is immensely better than these poems. This is quite nice. I like the poems. That's because you're fucking stupid. I, I'm <laughs> deathly allergic to cats. Maybe that's why I long in my soul to have cats. I am not allergic to cats, and I know that these poems are about as interesting as if a cat wrote a poem. <laughs> that would be inherently interesting. That would be. I mean, it's about it's about as that about would be, as sensical as if a cat wrote a that poem. That would be more insight into cat psychology than we have right now. Yeah, that's true. If a cat actually expressed itself, if a cat in wrote language. these poems, that is, be like, okay, cats make a little more sense. Are these well the the biggest complaint you can make aside from you know you have no sense of whimsy in your fucking life. I'm whimsical as fuck. Is sir. that cats are way more <laughs> fun than we give them credit for that they have poems about mythical other cats <laughs> and fun. <laughs> if cats wrote these, it would be way better. But a human man wrote these and they're trash. See, I'm going to have to Okay, I'm back up for a second. We are uh, doing this episode because this is... Because someone made the worst, of trash. The worst <laughs> movie ever made. Speaking of which, well, this is the triumph right of the cats. at the time when... <laughs> this is going to come out right around the time when the movie of the musical Cats is going to come out in theaters. Oh, which dude, looks man. like a hot shit nightmare. Which, if you've ever seen the musical on Broadway... That's what it looks like. <laughs> but it's way creepier. when you're on peyote. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the fever dream version of the stage it's true, show. Yeah. Did you ever watch show is um, pretty weird. Did you guys ever watch Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, a couple episodes. I didn't watch it a lot. In the last season, they had a, an amazing plot line, which was, I think, true, which was is that Cats is just people performing and occasionally... Random audience members will run up on stage and invent a cat and a plot point, and people will just roll with it. Like this is probably part of Cats, <laughs> and that person is just accepted into the cast of actors at that point. Like, well, yes, you've discovered the secret of Cats. Uh, we all made these cats up. Cat-tors. Okay, that is definitely not true, real life. Oh, is it? Have you ever seen it? No, I have seen Cats. It I is saw it live in like 1995. Yeah, I saw it live around that same time too. It is so intricately choreographed dance numbers. Like, there is absolutely no way. You could just dance. You could show up on that stage 
for one thing, you wouldn't be in a fucking cat costume, so that would be a problem. Oh, no, you, <laughs> that you, would be problem number one. You sit in the audience in the cat costume, and then you run up on stage during one of the musical breaks. In one of their you're like, cat costumes? It's like you're co- one of those, those guys are, at the Boston really shows that wears difficult. a suit. Yes, basically <laughs> the same thing. That would be much easier. That would be a much easier thing, because it's just a fucking suit. For one thing, it's you wouldn't be... It's not a complex cat costume. You yes, it is. you fucking fur it on is your face. actually... And a, dig through the trash. A very <laughs> complex cat costume. This by the way, sucks, and it is really intricately choreographed, complexly choreographed. You can make stuff. intricate pieces of shit with my asshole, and it would still be <laughs> shit. No, no, no. But it would be obvious. What is that piece of shit doing up there? That is not supposed to be yeah, there. It is, I, mean, I think the joke is very funny that that's just how you become I part mean, of cats. You know what? It's not. It's but not it too right. far outside their own possibility. We're like, you know what? It's possible. <laughs> there, there's not, there's a non-zero percent chance that that's how it works. <laughs> Close to zero, but maybe not zero. You're right. Yeah, it, it, it is, it is a bizarre, weird thing. It's but, a fuck. The, the movie looks, frank, frankly, it looks scary. <laughs> like, I'm not scared by movies. Like, it it, it should looks be a Halloween setting. It should be a Halloween movie. Not even a Halloween movie, but like it's it's like it's the thing you showed up people in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> yeah, it's like tell me what you know. Like I will tell you anything. <laughs> Please, infidel. I haven't slept. No more. I haven't slept in two weeks. And I have to watch no cats more of on Taylor repeat. Swift's cat. <laughs> Taylor Swift cat. Jesus fucking Christ. She's in it. She's oh yeah, no, I know. Everything about the every every single second of that preview was a living nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> It was haunting. Who, who, th- who saw that and said, yes, keep doing this. Let's spend another $20 million on CGI. I like the direction this is going. This is worse than the Sonic movie. It is. At least the Sonic movie had the sense to undo it all. Yeah, that was just Sonic with teeth, and that was creepy. This is a fucking full-blown uh, catastrophe. That Sonic looked like he was feral. <laughs> yeah. Cu- and he had just rolled out of a dumpster. Oh, like yeah. A no. homeless Sonic it was, who had smoked a meth That dick. was uncomfortable. This is a fucking nightmare. I think the most upsetting thing about it is that they're little. That they're cat-sized. Yeah, they are cat-sized. That's creepy. <laughs> they're cat-sized people. Yeah. yeah. In cat suits. Like but proportionally, they're still, they're still people proportioned, so they've got like little heads and short arms. How do they walk around on all legs like that? They walk around like people, and they're bright, weird colors. It's just LSD in cat form. Damn it. So I watched a YouTube video. Where somebody was just talking about how Cats the musical became a thing, and it started out where while Andrew Lloyd Webber was like working on a different musical, he decided Dogs. he decided to just write. <laughs> which, one, which which one did Webber do? I he did a ton, Phantom of the did, Opera. He did right, right, Vita. Right, right. Uh, okay. Did he that shitty one where they all roller skated that everyone hated? <laughs> the book we're talking about. T- the, uh, old Possum's book. It's not even a book. Cats. It isn't a book because it's so short. By it's T. like T. S. something T.S. Eliot shit out on a there's, toilet one there's day. Silly cat poems he wrote for his children. This is basically what? What was this? When would he write this? Eight hundreds, nineteen, early hundreds, thirties, nineteen thirties. This is nineteen thirties Tumblr. <laughs> what this does is, that even mean? This is some guy writing bullshit on his <laughs> blog, and yeah, 
And that's basically, you know, you just, you, yeah, Tumblepuss is probably a fucking cat. They're silly cat poems he wrote for his kids. And okay. Are they for his kids? His yeah, kids must his have been children. fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. They're children. Anyway, so Andrew Lloyd Webber, like, while he's sort of just kind of sitting around waiting while he's in the middle of something else, he's literally writing silly songs to go with the silly cat poems by T.S. Eliot. So he wrote the songs? So, he, yeah. Okay. So he like wrote some the music. Some, yeah. Some so he like wrote a couple of songs. Oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. So he wrote like a couple of the songs. He wrote, he put, he set a couple of the poems to music. And then they wrote a whole bunch he, of other he garbage. He did it practically as a joke by itself. I mean, and then, yeah, I could see that. And then in like something he was doing, he decided to print, present like two or three of the cat poem songs. And then someone was <laughs> and like... it was the 80s and everyone and said... And someone was like, like that's hey, great, man. that's actually kind of interesting. Why don't we try and make a whole show out of it? So this whole play Meanwhile, is based on a lie. So it like goes forward, but it still has like so many problems. Because the first problem is, how it's do you make... stupid. <laughs> that's problem number one. Problem number two is there's there's no plot. Uh, cats there's don't just about a plot. cat dying at the end of the day. That's there's really just what going to the heavy side layer. There's there's no actual like plot going on because it's just silly cat poems. That's it. And so there's a problem when you're writing a musical. Like there is absolutely no plot here. That's weird. And how do you make a musical out of it? Like literally, they spent. So many thousands of dollars on these, like, really, like, heavy, really, really heavy, dense, like, costumes that just did not work because all the choreography was, like, really intense dance stuff that you really needed more, like, the spandex suits that they ended up in. So they literally threw away half a million dollars in costumes before open night, opening night. They literally just, just they didn't throw it away. Shit. I mean, this show made like a trillion so dollars. It was, it was <sighs> the longest so running play on Broadway f- until I think years. the Lion King overtook it very recently. So it was no, the, the mo- well, the longest running thing is Phantom of the Opera. Oh, oh, made more most money or something no. like that. It, but Cats was, it made, like, was the longest running thing for a while. Literally like three or four billion dollars. <laughs> In, in profit. Like, like, I'm not so a musical guy, but I can appreciate if something is well done, I give it that. This is not one of them. I, 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 I think you gotta, see, it's like you gotta see it at the right time in your life. I do actually agree. It's when I'm fucking best, high on painkillers, maybe. <laughs> you gotta be either young I'll or go after old my, lady. I'll get like my fucking... I'll get, <laughs> my, obvious. I'll get my wisdom teeth extracted and go see Cats, and it'll be fucking fantastic. I, you know what? I'll tell you, I saw Cats in 1995. As a young boy of seven, Nate was 41 at the time. <laughs> and <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> I was seven or eight at the time, depending on what we meant. This was like back when you had to call up on the phone to buy tickets. Oh, Telemass, telecharge? Or exactly. Yeah. So like my parents could not even get tickets for us all to sit next to each other. They were able to get two really good seats and three kind of shitty seats. And they gave my brother and me the good seats. And we were in like the third fucking row. And we saw a Broadway show. And this was like an amazing experience. So you saw Mr. Mistopheles' taint. I saw. <laughs> he like lifted his tail. I saw his weird little cat asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he just showed to people. Like, is that like a peach pit? What is that? And then. <laughs> why, is he, why is he showing that to me? 
And I'll tell you, my uh, my great grandmother had just died, and I was like a little boy. I didn't really understand what that was about. And memory, the song with the cat like dying, and like the that I song. I only know that from uh, Naked Gun Two. Well, I as a young boy who was definitely not gay at the time, <laughs> that was a a fantastic scene. Like I was like, oh my god, this is like I feel something from listening to music and watching them for the first time I've ever felt in my life. That was an amazing and moving experience. I was a little boy. Like I'd never, I'd, I had no schema in which to fit this, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic, and I and I liked. I only, I only liked a couple of songs, frankly. I liked Memory, and I liked the one about the fucking burglar dickhead cats, <laughs> Mungo Jerry and Bunghole Teaser. But the rest, <laughs> but the rest of I mean, there were, it was amazing. I fucking loved it. I loved cats <laughs> as a little boy. And I also liked girls. It was I, I had it all. I, I, could, I think that was my white privilege. I could have it all. I could like the musical and still like girls. That's true. You know what's also true? A beer. Let's cheers to this one. This is one that's on tap, so there's no sound effect. This is churro for churro from Finback. I don't know how the fuck this has to do with anything. But. Uh, it's because it rhymes stupidly like half of these poems. <laughs> I didn't put it on this list, but I figured that's what you had fucking chosen. I didn't put it. I put it. I on, didn't put, I it, put, on put the it, list. it on the long list. It might have been me. It might have been me. I don't. Remember. I didn't actually assign any of them this time because it was kind of already done before I looked at it. Honestly, it was probably me. I just if there was a poem on this, if I told you there was a poem on this called "Show for Show," you'd be like, "Yeah, probably." I would have thought it would be "Puro" or something. Yeah, but but it's not as as it is. Oh yeah, there's it's some shit not outside the realm of possible. It's not even a rhyming thing. It's just fucking yeah. stupid. I, I he didn't put his best effort into it. T.S. Eliot won the Nobel Prize in Literature. Not for this. No, not for this because <laughs> these were just silly cat poems he wrote for his. I'm children. sure Einstein once drew a penis on a napkin. <laughs> he did not win any <laughs> prizes for that either. <laughs> eight equals d squared, <laughs> or eight equals 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 exactly. Equals, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So this is a 13.8% alcohol imperial stout brewed with chocolate, vanilla, and cinnamon inspired by the churro. Oh, my God. It's, it's really good. Yeah. It doesn't, taste at all like a, it doesn't taste at all like a churro. They totally <laughs> missed the mark on churro. <laughs> it is nothing like a churro. But it's, but it's, really, it's really good. Fantastic. But it's it's like they've heard they heard about a churro in passing on a train from a train that was passing them and said <laughs> in Let's Bulgaria. Take a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you hear that? It sounded fascinating. Let's churro, make yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. make a beer. Because <laughs> first the first the first uh, flag is there's no chocolate in churros. Or cinnamon. There's tons of cinnamon. I mean, oh, is there cinnamon in this? Yeah, there's cinnamon in this. Okay. But uh, the actual I don't taste churro, any cinnamon. You no, know, because it gets, it gets drowned out Actually, churros, you dip in chocolate is a big part of it. Oh, all right. Oh, anyway, this tastes like no churro I have ever had. However, it is fantastic. It's banging. So, very good. Zero percent in common with churros, but... This is, I think, the strongest beer Finbeck has ever made. What is it? Thirteen point eight. They're a little. More, they make. Yeah, they make all of the. If the 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 average of their of their beers is probably higher than a lot of breweries, but they don't have extreme highs. They don't have. Yeah, they don't have too many things that go too high. Like their huge stouts are eleven or twelve or thirteen percent. 
They don't go up to this 15, 16, 17 that some, some breweries do. Okay. I'll give them that. But this is, I think this is the strongest one. Certainly the strongest one I've ever had. It's pretty banging. Bought a keg of it. It has taken a toll on my life. You are well, gonna, thank yeah. you for saving some for us. It was hard to. I had to yeah. buy other beer. <laughs> Just to like to, to take stave it off. Yeah. But I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah, it's it really good. Nothing nothing like a churro. It really doesn't. In any way whatsoever. I, I was expecting a lot more of a, the cinnamon if they had, it, Honestly, flavor. if they only had the cinnamon, it'd be like, okay, I can see the churro vibe. But this is, it's like, yeah, there's nothing to do with a churro. The finish is, has got a cinnamony kind of flavor. We've had, a bunch, we've had a bunch of those like dessert stouts that are basically like uh, chocolate cookie or lemon meringue tart or, you know... Rainbow cookie. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a lot. Where you could say, like, okay, I get what they're going for. This this is not a churro. No. Zero percent. Much like how these poems are nothing like real cats. <laughs> you mean, are that you telling me true. cats don't have multiple names? Because that's the first poem is the well, name. Well, I mean, of we don't cats. speak their fucking language, but apparently they have a whole language where everyone's a fucking. I don't even know what these names are. They're like hippie pirate names. What the fuck yeah. is up with that? <laughs> what does that even mean? There's a cat called Rum Tum Tugger, which is uh, basically a, a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> Cats all have multiple names. They have their regular name, they have like the fancy name, and then they have the name you'll never ever get to know. Because you're not a cat. But you know what? That I think that kind of captures what cats are like. They're dickheads who don't give a shit about you. I will say that when I looked this up on... Which the, is what the other beer is about. The Goodreads. <laughs> Goodreads, uh, everyone that gave this... And not everyone, I will say. Most people that gave this a high rating, we were like, I just love cats so much. Yeah, it just envious. captures how awesome cats are and how interesting <laughs> and unique they are. Everybody else that was just like, what the fuck am I reading? I thought actually on Goodreads, the best review is someone wrote... Someone should set these to music. <laughs> <laughs> and Angela Lambert was like, good idea. It's like excellent troll review. That is, that is beautiful. <laughs> these would be better if they were set to music. <laughs> you know, Angela Lambert was in the fucking House of Lords for like 25 years. He, he voted be, he like three times. I think he resigned. Yeah, because he they made him resign after he wrote Cats. Uh, no, he might have gotten appointed after he wrote Cats. He he voted like nine times, and they were always to like vote against poor people. We have not discussed any of these poems. No, no, just take away. We said the naming of Cats. That's the first poem. Cats have lots of names. One you give it when you're like Mr. Boots, then a fancy <laughs> name a, like Dr. Boots, and then a dumb name you don't get to know, like Deuteronomy. <laughs> So let's just let's just go through these cat poems, you know, and see what's up because I uh, we've got we've got there's there's plenty of stuff to talk about. So the a bunch of the poems, especially the first few, had to have the same sort of like feeling as "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and a bunch of them also hate Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> they they all I mean they they have the same kind of rhyme scheme, I think. It, this feels like the kind of rhyme scheme where you where you have to kind of like cock your arm and talk like a pirate. Rum tum tugger, bum 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 bum. Yeah, bum, it, it, bum, it's, bum, it's, bum, it's bum, almost bum, like sing, sing songy. You know? Yeah. Oh wait, I see these pictures of the Siamese cats now. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, 
The racism isn't even thinly veiled. Like, do they look like all other Siamese cats? Is that the racism? They're, all they're wearing, wearing fucking they're rice paddy hats. <laughs> oh, shit. That with, looks little like holes, a, with little holes for their ears, though, so yeah. that's funny. That looks like a modern picture, dude. This isn't even a real ebook. It's literally somebody found the text and then put some pictures with oh, it. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes it even better. Honestly, well, the text is in the public domain, I think. Now, I want to say somebody... Um, some of these pictures did appear with one, at least one edition of the book, but some of them are not. The Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. Oh, Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> My favorite cat. I took very scant notes. I listen, I'll tell you, you know what? I read this uh, on a, most of it I read in like a weekend on uh, two different times putting my kid down for her nap. And Did you read it to her? Yeah, she, she fell asleep because they're fucking so terrible. I've gotten into the terrible trap of my kid. Sometimes she won't go to sleep unless I sing a song to her or talk to her. And I just can't. I know like th- three children's songs. I can't keep singing There's a Hole in the Bucket. I fucking can't. Do you know that song? No. I don't think I want to know it. Do you know? Dear Liza? Yeah, exactly. Dear Liza. That yeah. fucking song sucks ass. I mean, it really, I guess, depending on your perspective, it shows you the worst elements of men and or women. <laughs> it's, there's a hole in the bucket, dear Eliza. And it's like the husband just complains and the wife has an answer for everything. So my, like, shut up, wife, give me a solution. Because she's like, go fetch it, Henry. Like, but I can't because this is broken. And she's like, well, then go fix that first. Whereas the husband has no real solutions either. And it's just like a, a, a loop. And hopefully your kid is asleep by the end of it. That's how it really works. So I sing that to my daughter all the time, and she loves that song. But I can't. I can't do it. I can't so you do start, it. You, you, you sang her so these I was, poems. So I was just reading them to her because she just likes to have someone speak to her. And I kind of liked them. I thought they were fun. Like they were like goofy, stupid poems. I read all of these in one straight through. It maybe took me an hour, and every minute I wished that it was over. I enjoyed them. I thought they were fun. I got no joy from this. You hate life, dude. That's your problem. No. I am more on the side that they were fun. They were. They were. They They were goofy, stupid cat poems. Like, what did you think they were going to be? I didn't think they were going to be good. So, I I mean, I guess I lived up my expectations. Well, a bigger question. Like, what is a good poem? Oh, honestly. Poems are usually disappointing. I don't know. But I know it's not this. I'm not saying these are great <laughs> poems. Okay, I'm going to argue with that. I don't know what a good poem is. I want to say I probably couldn't find it if somebody literally handed me the best poem ever written and said, "Yeah, no, I, here you go." I, I couldn't. Either. I would be like, I don't know why these uh, were silly and they rhymed. What more do you want? And they were clever fucking things, dude. Like I didn't think they were Mr. clever. Mr. Mistopheles is a little tuxedo cat and he's a magician. It's adorable. <laughs> I didn't think they were clever. And some at of the all. cats are goddamn jellical. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what there. the fuck is a jellical? <laughs> jellical cats go tit for tat. I mean, that's obvious. It doesn't so. mean anything. Yeah, that's what they do. Half of these were fucking gibberish. Because that's how cats roll. They don't give a shit about your rules that's of grammar. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> No, man. Cats don't make sense, so these poems don't have to make sense. I, I think they don't have to make sense. Cats are stupid beings. Like, they just do what they want. I feel like if cats could write, they'd look down on these. 
<laughs> well, they'd look on. They'd look down on all humans. Yeah, at that's all what they, times. That's what they do. That's what they do. And they're just snooty bitches. Yeah, cats are just judgmental pricks, much <laughs> like people who really like like poetry. Uh, Alyssa, <laughs> I, I've actually tried to read more poetry in the last six months, and I don't like it. I, I don't, don't like it either. It. I don't like it, but I can tell something is like I could get what people think it's good. This. No one is saying this is good. That's not, millions of people are saying this is good. No, no, no. no. I, they're not good saying it, they're, in, in, in the way that like it, good is in it's just silly and fun. It's not good quality. I agree with Nate. These no one's saying these are high literature. Oh, but I don't they're think they're jaunty poems either. about cats, and they are successful at that. I thought every single one was so stupid. I was insulted. <laughs> I'm not saying they're not stupid. They are. But I got no joy. I got no joy from any poems about kind cats. of stupidly awesome. I got no joy. I from thought them. they were clever and funny. I didn't think any of them were. Clever. They take like six minutes to read all of them. You know, I I don't I I don't like cats. I admit cats that in top hats with the with with them. I mean, except on. for all those racist ones. They were there were some pretty racist. So let, ones. let's there let's were. actually like talk about each poem. Because there's no other way to do this. First poem is Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser were a very notorious Rumple Teaser. That is a fucking. That's a ridiculous name. I mean, I, I love the names as I'll knockout the names. clowns, quick change comedians, tightrope walkers, and, and acrobats. acrobats. Do you know, I did this project in like third. Also, grade. he did not say acrobats. Fuck him. I I don't know. Acrobats. I, I, I was reminded. Acrobats. I know that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> I don't know what the project was, but for some reason, a project in school when I was in third grade was me and another kid. We just lip synced this song in class, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like crawled that around, like elementary school, and yeah. crawled around the floor pretending we were cats. And I don't know what that was about. What grade I got, I have no idea. It was Highly like, effective. It was like 1995. Like, no one gave a shit. They were like, oh, whatever, you killed him. And, and we practiced at his house, like, singing this. <laughs> it was so weird. I his don't, parents came I, in and was like, oh, God, our kid's uh, one of them. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I, I had not thought about that in 25 years or so. You and got then some weird reading this right like, now. But Mongo, oh my God, I know, <laughs> I know. Why do I know all these words? It's all coming back to me. because this is one of the poems that is just directly copied into the musical. He just said it straight to music. There's, they didn't change it. A lot yeah, of the poems like, are just like, let's he just looked take at that, that and name. said, "Hey, these words are good enough." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it was it was a weird project that I had to do in fucking third or fourth grade or something. <laughs> Let's do one more. Let's do a beer, and then and then we'll just drink random beers for the rest of it. Nate, what's this beer? It has a weird description. I was trying to read it on the side. This beer is called Unscheduled Fun by McKellar. Much like cats, D- exactly. You can't schedule that fun. Nope, not with cats. Not when it's off Broadway. This is <laughs> no. a Belt India Pale Ale with Columbus Simcoe and Amarillo. Six point seven percent. Unscheduled fun because cats, they really like are only interested in you on their terms. They are like what they want. You can't schedule fun with cats because <laughs> cats will just do whatever the fuck cats want. You I can't. like this beer. It's nice. It's very nice. I like this. Way better than these fucking poems. And they're, they're, none of them are. There are very few that stand out as great. I don't think you guys think they're good. I just think. 
that I think they're way worse than you guys do. So the one that's most interesting right away after that is Growl Tiger. Growl Tiger. Yeah, the violent racist cat. Yeah, he gets mad racist. He hates all those fucking Siamese cats. I think that's just a way, is it rhymed with like Pekingese or something like that, right? The thing is, if that was like a one-time thing about Siamese cats, it'd be like, okay, it's kind of like a cat joke, I get it. But there are more than one reference. Like, there's like, out of how many cat poems are there? Well, like 10? Something like that. Like, at least four talk disparagingly about clearly Chinese people, including dropping the fucking, the C word. And then, you know, there's there's that one where he does that, and there's another poem where he talks about the heathen Chinese. Well, heathen is a word that has definitely shifted in meaning in the last century. Yeah, he just means like dirty pagan Chinese, I guess. I Which think, is fine he, I think now. He just meant pagan, not necessarily dirty pagan. I don't know. It had, it, you know, I don't think he was writing poems for his children to indoctrinate them into Stormfront. <laughs> like this is how we this is how we hate on the Yellow Man kids. If it was any, with their if cats. it was any one of these, it'd be like, okay, sure. But for a, for a series of whimsical cat poems, there's a there's there's an above average amount of anti Chinese racism in this. Totally, which was wildly popular. Was it time. really above average at the time? That's the thing. I, I, was it? Uh, you said above you know average. What? I don't know. You know about what? That. Yes, certainly. But for it might whimsical been, cat poems, it might still have been below average. Rum tum tugger was in a different thing, or was it? No, 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 no. That no, that was in the growl tiger one. Yeah, because growl he, tiger was the racist. growl tiger was the pirate cat. Where the Siamese cats made him walk the and plank it ate or his some ear shit. or something. Yeah. Most of his ear is missing because of a Siamese cat. Yeah. So yes, I mean yes, everyone was racist then, but you can't have the, the the Venn diagrams of whimsical cat poems and Chinese racism, racism is is there's not a lot of overlap there usually. Like or if you want to, sh- or there shouldn't be. This is the rare exception. Yeah, this is the only one. I'm just trying to think of other cat rhymes that could somehow be racist. I mean, there's there's really not a lot of like like huh, I want to write like a subtly racist thing. I better start he, he with. He didn't cat have much poems. to work with. He had to. He had to go there. That's true. I guess I don't know. I hated all of these poems. I thought they were just dumb. The, for honestly, sure. the, the worst one but was funny. the worst one was uh, Jellicle cats. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, what is a jellicle cat? A jellicle cat is basically is the ju- is the juggalo of cats. I looked up the word jellicle, and all I got was this poem. It's a it's a contraction of like dear little or something like that. That's what I that's what I found out. I in my search of Wikipedia probably, it's a contraction what? of dear like something something effective dear little, but the jellicle cats are the juggalos of the animal world. They could just do random things. Like you were like, you know, so what is a juggalo? And like a juggalo eats Monopoly and shits out Connect Four. I mean, that's like that's, that's what a juggalo cat that's a, does. That's objective fact. Let's give them that. <laughs> juggalo cats go tit for tat. Juggalo cats do this and that. Juggalo cats just kind of are juggalical. They shit and shat. <laughs> <laughs> they bury their scat. <laughs> yeah. And there's also Mistopheles does a magic trick. He's a magician. He's a little tuxedo cat, man. That's adorable. Also, McCavity, the cat burglar. 
I would have really liked it if he was, if McCavity searched people in TSA. You know, he did a, t- but, he did but a cavity also, search. Also, like, <laughs> McCavity, the whole, the whole fucking poem was about how he was always around, but shit got stolen when he wasn't there. But he was also there. He's so, a he does what he wants to do, man. But the whole thing was like, he's there, but he's also stealing your shit. Like, what the fuck does that mean? He's obviously in front of you, or he's a cat stealing your stuff. Cool. I don't know. And there's Bustopher Jones, who was who was the whole poem was about I think, him being I think, fat. I think Bustopher Jones is a, is a less successful R and B singer from the mid nineties. <laughs> what about like the theater cat? Which one was that? Oh, the theater cat. Uh, is that old Deuteronomy? Gus is Gus the theater cat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it was. Gus the theater cat. His name is really asparagus. They <laughs> 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 are pretty dumb. <laughs> he's the theater cat. And uh, he suffers some palsy that makes his paws shake. He says, old, shitty theater cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. And he's an old, washed-up cat. He used to be a famous theater cat, you know, as they exist. Wait, Remember which one always... was the Trump cat? The... Oh, that's... um. Which is the, the, oh, that Grou- that's Growl Tiger, wasn't it? Was that the pirate? Was that the pirate cat? I think that was Growl Tiger. Yeah, he hates foreigners. Think of Garfield, maybe, but yeah, he loves lasagna. Hates Mondays, and when Chinese people come into his office on a Monday, that's not a line, really. I think it's a line. <laughs> the fact that you're not sure is part of the problem. <laughs> I'm talking about a thing that's 80 years old. I don't know what he wrote. Yeah, but the thing you're like, I guess, I mean, it could be, but you know, it's a different time. Like, does that rhyme? No, I mean, it might with the, one of the other fucking worthless lines after it. Dude, you have a high standard for dumb poems. I got no joy from these whatsoever. I'm sorry for you, man, because I liked them. I thought they were fun. Nate, Nate, did you think they were fun? I thought they were fun. I did. Thank you, Nate. I thought they were pretty silly. I thought they were very silly, but I thought they were just silly cat poems. I expected nothing. Yeah, I expected nothing also, and I got less. I don't know. I don't know. One of the three of us is wrong, and it's Jimmy. So tell us what you thought. <laughs> Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And if you have the time, go and give us a bunch of stars, and we won't give you a rum tum tug job. Or we will, if that's what you're looking for. Nope, we won't. That's prostitution, and that's illegal. Oh. Well, we won't claw your eyes out. True. That's also a threat. Not really illegal, though. Maybe we'll give you a dead mouse. And also, check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.